Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the new Armor Pursuit updates coming to Destiny. It's kind of spread out over a couple of twabs, so I want to do one video about all the things that they're doing. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. If you want to listen to the entire podcast episodes of these, or just audio versions with the Q&A, you can look up SNTR Presents on any podcast platform. We're at like 46k subs on YouTube. Thanks for subbing to the YouTube, hitting the bell button, and leave in comments we're inching our way slowly to 50k subscribers which is a pretty cool milestone uh i'm gonna read to you what they're changing there were sort of three different things spaced out in different blogs i want to piece this together though for you because armor pursuit is getting better i know that's a concern so the middle of the video i will bring up sunsetting i know people might be getting tired of it but I do feel this is related to sunsetting. They're gonna, they are improving armor pursuit, especially if you want high stat roll armor pursuit. Then I want to end by talking about loot treadmill because I do think people want to invoke that idea that like this is a loot treadmill. I'm gonna constantly have to replace my gear, and I want to address that as well because I do feel that's also related uh, to the uh, to the situation. So first, let me just read to you what they're doing. So first and foremost, I don't have it in front of me, but they did announce that the mod slot on armor that right now is limited to like three seasons, the season behind, and then the current and the next, they're making that different. It's going to be the entire year. So somebody quoted for that for that for me in chat just a little bit ago, and it talked about how they're wanting to open up the freedom on that seasonal mod slot. They don't want to be, to be as restricted as it presently is, so you're not going to feel the need every single season to be like, I have to chase new armor. They're opening up the length of time that that mod slot is usable for you to sort of fall in line with the other change that they're making with an activity and loot associated with that activity is available for an entire year. They're no longer going to be adding content and ripping it, ripping it out a season later. This all begins with year four. Year four is when the beginning of like this sort of more flexible on the mod slot and more flexibility as well on the items. The other updates that they've made. So that's, that's, that's one thing that they're doing to armor that is a good change. They also are saying, each season we will deliver an aspirational pursuit of armor. We haven't done this consistently in Destiny 2. So it's good to hear them admit, like, look, and we haven't really been consistent with this, and every season we're going to add an aspirational pursuit of armor. So I know some people are kind of irritated seeing the armor treatment for the vendors. It's only annual. It's a shared-based geometry. It's just, it's just decal changes. But every season there will be an aspirational armor pursuit. That's pretty exciting. I'm hoping that that just ends up being that seasonal armor because they, they're taking in season 11 they're taking the Eververse armor out of the Eververse and putting it into aspirational content I'm assuming that's going to be Grandmaster Nightfall they said this armor will come from activities not the season pass and then they give the example they say season 11 it's getting pulled out and put in aspirational activity we think that's the best choice so they're going to give you a seasonal aspirational armor pursuit and I believe that's a really, really good change. It's going to be a more rhythmic, uh, you know, access that you'll have if you want to really get good armor. Then they talked about the redacted engram. This is another thing that they're bringing to the game to give you more intentionality and more targeted pursuit of the things that you want. They said. If we launched a redacted engram in Season of the Worthy, as an example, this engram would contain all Season of the Worthy weapons and armor. You could then take this to a Seraph Bunker, spend the seasonal currency to focus the contents of the engram to only contain the 7th Serum SMG, uh, the, the, the SMG and the shotgun. By focusing, you can choose your rewards. This includes the ability, once you've earned it, so you got to earn this ability, to focus engrams so they only contain Season 11 armor with high stat packages. 
So not only are they going to give you the ability to focus your rewards and target something in particular that you want with the redacted engrams, they're giving you the ability to target high stat roll armor. So these three things, the the loosening up of the seasonal mod slot, the ability every season to have an aspirational armor pursuit, and then the ability every season to have an engram that allows you to target high stat roll armor. This is a really, really good change in light of one of the big buzzwords right now, sunsetting. So it's good to hear them admit this has been a lacking thing in the game. And endgame, I do think, needs really, really strong routes to armor. We don't really have that right now. You're sort of like, well, if I want to get good armor, most people just play Iron Banner, right? So that's that, that's a change I think that's really, really important. And I left out one more change that I just th- thought of. Transmog is coming to Destiny. I have a whole video on this. You will be able to unlock the armor as, an, as a universal ornament with in-game pursuit or silver. So... They're giving you more flexibility on the mod slot. They're giving you directional pursuits every season for aspirational armor. They're letting you chase high stat armor and they're letting you transmog it. So if you really, really like an armor set from a certain era of the game, you can turn it into a universal you know, ornament and it comes with you all the time. These are really, really great foundational changes for sunsetting because I know a lot of people were surprised by sunsetting of armor. I was kind of surprised. I kind of thought it was coming because of powerful friends and other things like that that are just so strong the only way you're going to up, up you know up uproot those builds and those mods is introducing power creep in the mod system and so sunsetting those armor sets that can use those mods is probably the only way to sort of get them out of the end game keep in mind sunsetting simply means you can't infuse the armor anymore so you could still run powerful friends loadouts and really really crazy builds that you built in you know regular crucible or you know the rest of the game lots of people are claiming that like well when the power increases for the public space or when the power increases for strikes that's going to sunset all of our stuff that again is just a misrepresentation of how the systems work when they raise their everything to 750 like the public space or strikes they also raise all your gear to 750 so if the bottom floor of the game's power raises so will all of your loot that's just a phantom fear being spread by people who don't understand the systems of the game sunsetting armor will if it's going to exist we need to be empowered to chase and replace god roll armor that's that's simply a fact If you finally get a really, really good set of armor and you get everything exactly how you want, you need to be empowered to replace those pieces. Oh man, I got a perfect pair of gauntlets or boots or chests or whatever, and it's going to be really, really hard to replace that piece because there's just no targeted way to do it. Everything I outlined on the front side of this video is an answer to that quandary and that concern. They're going to give you the ability to replace those pieces and presently... You don't have the ability to target high stat armor. So if you do have high stat armor, it's just been kind of a luck of a draw. They're making the grind better. Even even right now in comparison to where we are now, the grind for armor is getting better. Masterworking is currently at an earn rate that may need looked at. I know people bring that up. They're like, it's so expensive to masterwork armor. I, th- this is going to be ridiculous if they sunset my armor. Hear me out. Endgame-minded players tend to hang out in places like Trials and Nightfalls, and if you're doing that, you should have, I would think, after 10 or 11 months, when something's getting sunset, you should have a pretty reasonable amount of endgame currency to foot this bill. You're destiny rich, as it were. You end seasons and you run out of stuff to do, and you're doing all of those things, and you have extra currency. I do think there are people in the middle. 
okay there's extreme players like myself who even people make even though people make fun of me for not playing i still have a stupid amount of currency a really high rank on the season pass and i never need anything i never want for currency okay i think there are people stuck in the middle that are like I play just enough to get rolls and gear and loot that I want and investing in that armor is really, really difficult. You're going to double down on that difficulty if I have to dismantle the armor a year later. So I think currency earn rate for masterworking could be looked at. I don't want to overreact here though. I, I think currently the nightfall earn rate's fine. If I'm running thousand level nightfalls and I'm buried in prisms and ascendant shards, like it's not that hard. Thousand level nightfall is a freaking joke. It's a super fast grind. I mean, I'm a thousand twenty one, so it's not even that difficult. It's a super laid back grind I do on stream because the exotic drop rate's not terrible, and then I get the currency. So keep that in mind. Like, it isn't that difficult to put yourself in the lanes to earn the currency, and it's only every ten or eleven months. Like, by the time it comes for you to replace a piece of armor, you should have a significant amount of currency if you're a more end game minded player, because this only affects the end game. So keep that in mind too. If you're an end game minded player and it affects you, end game minded players should have. Uh, enough of the currency they just that to me I think is a pretty fair presumption but I don't want to ignore the people who may be kind of caught in the middle who don't have a lot of the currency and they feel like this is going to really really hurt them loot treadmill is the final thing I want to address I get that there's a tension here for build disruption. You finally get your build the way that you want it, and then one of your pieces gets sunset. I understand there's a tension here of like, that's really disruptive to my build, but... I really, really think that armor customization, mods, and the pursuit of armor is a huge part of the loot pool. And if you can get a god roll set of armor that you can use for forever, you're really cutting off a massive amount of loot incentive that Bungie can trot out every 12 months, you know, every season. If you get your god roll set and you get your absolute maximum stat build that you want, and then you never, ever, ever have to take that armor off, I think that's a potential problem for loot grind, and I don't think we can lean on mods as the solution. Oh, well, sunset mods. That's not a grind either, though. I do think armor pursuit and armor grind needs to be maintained as part of the loot driver and the loot incentive in this game, and acting as if you should be able to use your best gun or best armor stat roll that you got for forever doesn't really jive with an ongoing loot pursuit game. If you look at almost any ongoing loot pursuit game, there is a semblance of a quote-unquote loot treadmill, chasing stuff to replace the existing stuff. That's how these games function. Defining that as a loot treadmill, I think is disingenuous because that is essentially an identity marker of games like this. That's how they work. You chase stuff, you get stuff, you replace the old stuff. And infinite viability and infinite weapon infusibility, I believe, is a problem and a threat to loot incentive and loot grind. I've been saying this since Forsaken. I'm not jumping on some bungee shell bandwagon here. I've been asking for weapon retirement since Forsaken. It's something that I've been saying is a significant problem with the game up to now. They've made it a whole lot better and a whole lot less painful with all the things I outlined at the beginning of the video with more flexible mod slots that last for 12 months, transmog, and with the ability to target aspirational armor every season and a redacted engram that allows you to target high stat roll armor. I believe the system is harmonious as they're outlining it. This isn't me just trusting Bungie. I'm outlining actual facts and things that they've said that to me is good groundwork for a harmonious system. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. 
Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about the new Armor Pursuit updates coming to Destiny. If you are listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com when these hit the feeds. That is usually when I am streaming. If you want to hear the entire podcast episodes, just audio, you can look for SNTR Presents on any of the podcast platforms, and I appreciate all the support there as well as YouTube. Tower music confirmed on console two by Raid Secret. So we're standing in the tower right now. This will be a slightly shorter Q&A session. There was new music in the tower about an hour before reset. We sent out the tweet. We sent out the video. And this Q&A will probably be about 50 minutes because I think something's going to happen in the game at reset. There, there seems to be something happening. So this will be a slightly shorter Q&A than normal. I apologize to those that like the really, really long sessions. And so I'm going to try and go about as fast as I can here. Patman, is this mod socket update change such a big change? As far as I understand it, it's increasing the time span for a mod from three seasons to four. Well, no, but the difference is, Patman, it's going forward. So it's it's honestly adding two months. Because right now you can get the current mo- season and the next season. Okay? And then obviously the one behind. This is moving everything forward. So it's current season and the next three. So it's four total right and three of them are in front of you so it's actually extending it by two seasons because right now you get current season and one more in the new in the new system you're going to get the current season and three more so it's increasing it uh by two so it's actually a longer window of time in that realm sure total amount of flexibility is only going up by one month but since it's all moving forward it should be better for you with respect to sunsetting rhythms as well so when you get a piece of armor sunsetting is 12 months and so is the seasonal slot there's a harmony between the two piercing angel what do you think we are going to be able to do in terms of stat weighting or do you think that we will only be able to chase high stat total from something like a redacted engram This is one of those times where I do think you have to limit what a player can do. You've got to be careful because if you give us way too much control over pursuing something, there's two knobs to turn, okay? There's the knob of generosity and there's the knob of intentionality. If you turn any of those knobs too much, the game can become incredibly transactional. It's like all you literally have to do is play pick the lean and go for high stats and then you're kind of done you see what i'm saying like if it becomes too transactional that i think i think can be pretty problematic i think you can run into situations where it doesn't even take a grind really anymore you don't want you did you never want pursuit of weaponry or armor in this game to turn into like a pure almost like you're ordering at a restaurant yes i'll take a uh, stat lean for mobility and uh, recovery and i want it to be high stat and here we go i need boots and then it spits it out you can you got to be very very careful with this it's there's a delicate balance. There's two ditches you can fall in. There's the ditch of being withholding. It takes too long to get anything. There's too many layers of RNG. Players feel that it's futile. They feel that it's completely pointless, and they feel that it's a lost cause. They're not even going to try. The other ditch is the ditch of just a pure transaction. This is why weapon crafting and trading, I don't think would fit well in Destiny. It would become way too transactional. It's the it's literally the inverse of the withholding ditch. It's like you're making it way too easy to get stuff. You gotta land in the middle. You can't be too overly generous and give players too much control over what they grind for, but you also can't be so incredibly withholding that like a couple months goes by and you can't get the dadgum thing that you want. Like, fatigue and futility settles in on a player and they just kind of give up. I think this is what has happened with 
some of the uh, raid exotics 1k or the anarchy i just think you know after a year i would say even maybe even before that really really raising the drop rate would be completely reasonable um especially in light of sunsetting they have to be very careful with how long it takes you to get a particular role or a particular item if they're not careful then the system collapses on itself because you take way too long uh, you take way too long to get the thing that you want and then you just kind of give up and throw in the towel it defeats its, it defeats its own purpose sunsetting is meant to give them room to really incentivize awesome loot pursuit you don't want loot pursuit to die because it takes too long any instance change will start playing the music again no need to go back to orbit just fast travel yeah if you guys are trying to hear the new music from the tower you can use the new tower music command for the link to my tweet if you want to give that tweet some love retweets favorites and share it and all that um if you want to hear it yourself just go to the tower and turn the music up uh cause uh cause jig uh, or shik uh, says, do you think that they need to give more ways of getting ascendant shards, or do you think the current farm is okay? I'm always hesitant to be like, yeah, give us more currency before we really get into the thick of it. As I said in my video, it may need looked at, but I don't want, I don't want to like go too far and be like, no, they need to change it now. As I said in my video, if you are an endgame-minded player and you're concerned about this, I would think it's very likely you're running Trials, you're running you're running Nightfalls. Even if you just grind the 1,000-level Nightfall trying to get some exotics to drop, you end up pretty pretty wealthy with respect to the, the, the Ascendant Shards and the Prisms. You can use the Prisms to buy the Shards. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've, got, I've literally got Prisms in my vault. I'm, I'm sorry, in my, my Postmaster. I did leave room for people that are kind of stuck in between. They're not hyper-casual, they're not hyper-hardcore, and they really struggle to get the currencies needed to masterwork their gear, and they're kind of looking at sunsetting and kind of like, I don't know if I like that. So Bungie may need to look at currency earn rates to soften it a little bit, put them in raids. I know they looked at games 4, 5, 6, and 7 on, uh, on Trials, and they were considering putting Putting some of them there um the fact that you get such a generous earn rate of them in a thousand level nightfall i think is the is the pve answer you can't put the currency everywhere like oh i should be able to earn it doing public events it's an end game purpose it's an end game decision so if you're playing end game content it should be dropping and i think that's generally true right now which is why i don't want to overreact and be like oh man we we should be able to get it everywhere it should be really really easy to get the currency um, I don't know what that was. It looked like something flashed in the tower. So that, that would be my answer there. How are you, Red Queen? And then Ghost Taco is coming in with a brand new Prime sub and SDP Delta with a three-month resub. Thank you. Uh, enjoy the new sub, Ghost Tacos. You get ad-free viewing here in 45 emotes. Lord of Time says, is armor is one armor set between Gambit PvP and Strikes enough, or do we need more to chase in these activities? I theorized yesterday and on the Rageless Roundtable that I believe the world loot pool information that we got about like the 30 guns or whatever and how you could be token slamming and getting a gambit weapon from Shax, I think they've taken the world engram and just put it in more places to minimize the effect and the and the potency of uh, token slamming. And I also think if you're going to remove weapons from Gambit and you're going to remove weapons from Reckoning or Crucible or Vanguard, the only reason you would do that is to make room for other things. It stands to reason that there's, there is literally no purpose behind removing something from Gambit or Reckoning unless you're putting something in its place. Why remove those weapons? 
Why? Just because? The only reason I would see that you would remove those items from Gambit or from Reckoning is because something is coming to fill that. I believe there's going to be some semblance of a vendor refresh in September that they haven't talked about yet. That's why they're doing this. Outside of that happening, I don't know why you would take those guns and retire them in the summer. Why would you do that? As I said in my tweet yesterday, the video that went, you know, out after I went, I shut the stream down. The only time Bungie hits the the, the loot pool of a game this hard is when they have a lot of stuff to fill it with, like they then we did with Taken King. Historically speaking, they don't like hitting the loot pool very hard unless they can really, really fill it. Forsaken, they didn't retire anything. Shadowkeep, they didn't retire anything. They've not done this because they haven't had the loot to fill it. So... I continue to think that September is going to f- is going to be significant because of that. Historically speaking, the pattern is Bungie does not swing at the loot pool like this unless they have something to fill it with. It would be very odd to just start removing stuff. Why? What purpose does it serve to remove stuff from Reckoning or Gambit? Why? What? Why? Unless you have something to put there. It could be preparation for reinvigorating those those activities with new stuff. I don't know, but it's in in. Tassie believes the reinvigoration of those activities is the redacted engram. So you get the redacted engrams and can grind them anywhere. But like, what purpose would there be to for me to go into Reckoning or into Gambit if I can get the redacted engrams anywhere? There'd have to be an actual loot driver to take me in there. I can understand Crucible and Strikes, but not Gambit. Gambit doesn't make sense to me unless they're planning to, to put stuff in there. Same with, I, I think the same thing is true of Crucible and the Vanguard. A brand new Prime sub uh, from RX8964. Thank you for using your Twitch Prime sub here. 06492 says, What changes do you think will affect endgame content the most? I think that Sunsetting is going to change endgame content the most because we're going to get truly aspirational gear. We haven't had aspirational gear the entire time Destiny 2 has been out with the exception of a small pool of pinnacle weapons that I believe are at a, a top shelf hierarchy, but they started creating problems because they were, they were infusible and usable for forever. So Wendigo, Delirium, Not Forgotten, the Recluse, the Revoker, all these weapons pose a significant problem because they are top shelf like upper echelon hierarchy guns and when people are like oh, I don't think they can make excellent guns I'm like look at literally every single pinnacle that's dropped in the freaking game they're all top shelf upper echelon hierarchy weapons like I... so they can do it it's just that when they do it in the present system then they can't outdo it once they make it it's done loaded question all of them like how do you unseat them sunsetting is there to help with that and so I think that will impact the end game the most so if you want to go flawless and trials or go run a raid or go run a dungeon there will be a hierarchy of gear in line with the hierarchy of the content McCheshire now that armor has a year long mod slot coming in season 12 do you see 2021 summer season having viability issues they haven't answered this McCheshire but it is a good question if I get armor in the summer is it encased in year 4 or does it have its own 12 months? And here's why I think the slot will have its own 12 months because that lines up with sunsetting. So in the summer of 2021 and you get a, a piece of gear to drop, it's infusible until the summer of 2022. There's a whole year. It has a whole year. And because of that, 
I would think then the mod slots would have the same life cycle. You'd have the exact same life cycle. You'd have this, you know, oh, it's infusible for 12 months and the mod slot's good for 12 months. It'd be incredibly weird to have armor in the summer and be like, yeah, the mod slot's only good for this season and then none, no more. It's got to be a rolling. It's got to be a rolling forward uh, slot because that's how it works now. Anyways, it already works like that. If you get armor in this season, it can use the previous season and the next season. And then when you get armor in the summer season, it can use the previous season and the next season. It's always rolling forward. So I would think they would apply the same formula. It's just it's just the brackets are different. It's the, the brackets are different. You're always sliding forward. So 12 months of a mod slot, 12 months of infusion, that's a harmonious system. Uh, NA Painter. With armor for core playlists and trials getting its full armor update at a different time, could this create a split in the community when players come back? No, and I'll tell you why. September is always huge for Destiny. Always. It's always huge for Destiny. And so I would think... Right, I would think that they're banking on this is kind of how I this is kind of how I saw it. They're banking on people just coming back in general in September. The trials crowd will come back. Why? What's well, new stuff to do? New guns, new crucible, right? There'll be there'll be a new pursuit weapon. And then when trials lands the following season, a lot of that hardcore crucible crowd will be maintained. It happened in Shadowkeep too. PvP numbers were really, really strong for Shadowkeep. Winter season hit and everything died. And so Bungie's probably thinking we could probably maintain better player base numbers if we if we kind of hold on to the trials update and do it in the winter season instead. That's kind of my theory as to what's going on. September always bolsters the numbers. So they they don't need trials in September to help with the numbers. It's not a necessity. They they usually do very well in September anyway. Piercing Angel, do you think that maybe we will be able to farm the Pursuit Armor sets, or do you think that it might be a single static roll per class? I can't see them doing static rolls on armor. That is completely contrary to the way the armor system has been designed. Armor 2.0 is intended to be exactly what we've been kind of asking for for guns. You grind for the god roll, and then you invest in the armor. I've been asking that for guns. You grind for the god roll, and then you invest in the gun by leveling up the perks or whatever. I don't. I, I think. I think trying to go back in time to where you have to level the gun to use the perks is a horrendously dumb idea. It just. It, it just kicks dirt in the face of anybody who's more casual. You can't even try out the perks. You got to use the gun a bunch first, or spend a bunch of currency, right? So. I would say getting the gun, getting the god roll. Oh, I can use the perks, but they're not at their best. They've not been upgraded. I think that'd be a very, very good, you know, sort of uh, parallel to what we do with armor. You chase for the god roll, the stat lean that you're looking for. Once you get it, you then invest in the armor. You level it up to unlock mod slots. I could see them doing something very, very similar with guns. And that's why I don't think pursuit armor or aspirational armor or whatever should be static roll. I don't think that's a good idea. I think that really runs and grates against a lot of what they've created with the current armor system that you grind for a particular thing that you're looking for. Then once you're done, you level it up. Uh, No other changes to any destination related to bunkers. Tower is the only place that's been changed. Um... Brand new sub from Action Paxson. Thank you so much for the Prime sub. 
Enjoy your dope badge emotes and ad free viewing. And then the Guardian 777 with a 14 month resub. Thank you so much. I mostly catch your re uploads on YouTube. Thank you. That still supports me. The YouTube channel's been doing great lately. Moroy says Do you think we will ever see a seasonal mod slot on exotic armor? I'm not sure what Bungie's philosophy is here. They haven't come out and said whether or not they're open to putting champion mod slots on guns or seasonal mod slots on exotics. If I if I speak for Bungie and imagine that I'm them, I could see them saying a handful of possible answers. We think exotics should offer a significant enough bonus to not need the seasonal mod slot. I could also see them saying an exotic should not completely disrupt a seasonal build that you're trying to work on. Uh, I could see them saying it could and should disrupt your seasonal build because that's kind of what a min-max is. You're trading something good while sacrificing something else. Like, that's what it's supposed to feel like. Any one of those answers, I think, could be valid philosophies for armor and why there's not a slot. Which team are you on? I don't know. I could so I could totally sit here and say, yeah, exotics offer so much power, it should sort of disrupt your your loadout and not let you do a full seasonal build. I could also see, I mean, if you really want to have a really awesome seasonal build, Bungie, with all pieces working in harmony, then let exotics join in the fun. I I can land on it either way. I really could. I, I could see validity to both positions. And then that, I think, just comes down to, like, preference. What do we think is the best, you know, approach? Um, next question. Will the mods we have used or gathered over the last season be usable in the future? Seems a shame to put work in and bin them every three months. That's not going to be the case in the new system. You would bin them every ye- every 12 months. Um, would it not be benefit having them available to mix things up for players. Thank you for 12 months, best of ye. That's a whole year. That's a red bat. You got to be careful here, right? You're sneaking in that dangerous philosophy that's a threat to the longevity of the game, and that is eternal viability. Eternal viability is literally an anchor that will drag the game into the ocean and drown it, right? So eternal viability of mods. You're going to choke the mod system. Because if I can always use powerful friends, if I can always use particular mod combinations, that's a threat to future mod design. They might start to conflict with each other. They might start to combine and create something that's way too strong. Future content can't be future-proofed because those old mods from a year or two ago can continue to be used, right? Eternal viability doesn't work in a game like this. If you want to have things to chase, if you want to have new builds and new guns to try out, you simply have to leave things behind. I've not seen a single person put forth a system that works other than somebody that advocates for eternal side grades where we spend an eternity grinding for percentage points differences in our efficacy and our damage. I am sorry, but that's freaking boring. Not everybody wants to get out a protractor or watch a YouTube video to see like, oh, but this build is slightly better than the last build by a handful of seconds, but that's not good enough. I want new mods that do dope stuff, and I don't want the new mods to have to to have to compete with powerful friends or other builds that might be considered too strong. Eternal side grades 
is going to happen no matter what. I would rather them slowly like like shuffle things out as opposed to leaving them there for forever and then the game chokes itself and it dies. You got to prune the rose bush in order for it to flourish. It just gets cluttered. It just gets muddled and it just gets there's just too much there. Hollow Point, you've been following me for four months. Can you please not do that? When you submit a joke question, a mod has to go into the spreadsheet and delete that. We've really, really tried to ask people to not do that. I know you think you're being like original and cute and funny. This is the internet. Nothing you're doing is 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 in those categories. <laughs> like somebody has tried it, and if I let you do it, then a thousand other people will submit joke questions and we'd never get anywhere. Um, we just we can't allow we cannot allow joke questions. It, it it simply isn't possible. It would it would really hurt the quality of the uh, of the of the Q and A sessions. Next question: Do you think that season eleven armor will still be able to equip season twelve mo- armor mods? Yeah, because that armor is going to play by the rules of year three. It's going to play by the year uh, of 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 year three. The rules of year three is previous season, current season, and next season. So season eleven is still going to play according to those rules, as far as I know. Arcanus. Is the fourth mod slot change outline the TWAB going to be retroactive to our current armor? I don't think so. No. I think it's a new era. The content and the gear added lasts for a year. The mod slot lasts for a year. Infusion viability lasts for a year. It's all one big harmonious system. Year four and beyond, that's the that's the, the era that we will be in. God roll boots. Awesome. I can infuse them for a year and they can use the next year's worth of mods. Boom. It just makes sense. You just, just going forward, that's it. Keep in mind, there's going to be armor every season for you to chase. So if you spend it, this is where I think people are forgetting. Like you may spend an entire season not quite getting the gauntlets that you want. That's okay. You can do it next season. And then if you get, you know, 12 months later, there may be one or two pieces of your armor that need to be replaced. I I don't think there's going to be a ton of situations where you get a year after, you get to September of 2021, you're like, well, frick, none of my armor's any good. I, I would imagine after an entire year and four seasons, not all of your armor will be from the exact same season. I wouldn't think. I, I wouldn't think. I just think that's unlikely. Even in my even in my loadout at the present time, I think I've got this one is from uh, that's from Dawn. Okay, so that's last season. Uh, this piece is from Undying. Uh, this piece is from this season. So just right there, I have one from every season out of those three. Here's another one from Undying. You see what I'm saying? Like I right now, only two of the pieces would eventually get quote-unquote like fall off because they're the oldest pieces. So like, I don't think there's going to be lots of scenarios where you're like, well, darn it, I'm wearing five pieces. They're all from September. This is going to be ridiculous. Like, you're not going to play for an entire year and literally never put on a different piece of armor from a different season. I... I don't know. I think I think people create extreme specific circumstances to be like this is going to be a problem and I'm like, yeah, if you literally play in a non-normative super anomalous way, like I, and we got to chase stuff, man. You can't chop off the armor grind. They've got new stuff every season for you to chase. They've got transmog. They're empowering you to chase high stat rolls like It's just TV. 
With armor getting a yearly mod slot and making high stat rolls easier to farm, is there a risk of player apathy toward armor farm throughout the year? Might they add intrinsic armor perks to keep people farming season to season? Well, with transmog, the hope would be if you if you just you just get it done in in, in September all three of your classes you get all the armor pieces that you want keep in mind you're describing someone who's put in a ton of time so i i think i'm safe to presume they have multiple characters most hardcore players that really really min max and maximize everything and go for god rolls i don't think a lot of those players are one character players most of them are at least two to three okay so if you just absolutely kill it in the september season and you get all your armor all your classes I would think that at the very least you could fall back on transmog. Maybe there's a really good looking armor set in the winter you want to grind for and then you want to unlock transmog because you want to turn it into an ornament. Yo, the homie Lil Sonic with four months. How are you, man? I hope you're well. Bummed we haven't gotten to play much since Trials has been such a freaking mess. We had a brand new Prime sub from I'm Fat Let's Vape and 18 months from J. Christ. Thank you for 18 months, a year and a half. Appreciate you very, very much. Um... So, I again think this is a very, very specific concern. You're going to get all of your armor pieces for all of your characters exactly where you want them, and you're going to go into the winter season and be like, well, I'm pretty, I just have an apathy about armor grind. I think transmog, at the very least, would be a nice backdrop for somebody in that situation. Having said that, I think that's an extreme rarity. You also have guns to chase, you have god rolls to chase. You know what I'm saying? You have new things to do, new grinds every season. I don't see somebody ending one season and being like, yep, I'm totally done. All my armor pieces are exactly how I want them. The exact stat leans, high stats, everything's perfect. And now I don't care about armor. I don't think so. And even if that were to happen, there's going to be a transmog grind as well. So then you'd have to get into the winter season and be like, well, I'm apathetic about armor and I think the armor is ugly. There's no armor for me to grind. See how specific we have to get to even table this concern? It's just so narrow and unlikely, I would think. You know? And, And here's the thing. With the redacted engram, if you finally get all your god roll guns, you might be like, well, let's see how many high stat armor rolls I can get. I might get something better than what I presently have. That's called min-maxing. You might edge out an armor piece that you got from last season. Why wouldn't you do that? You're playing the game, aren't you? Again, if this is where I feel like you, we create players that don't exist or we create players that are a minority. It's a loot-based, loot-driven game. And we talk about people as if they're going to get what they want and be like, I'm done. I have all the stuff that I want. Screw this game. I'm out. No, when people get what they want, they tend to then lean into other lanes and chase things that they want. Or they go use the weapons. Like I've never met a Destiny player that's like, dude, I got a god roll on from thus and so strike or raid, and I'm done. <laughs> like, I've never met that player. They usually set their sights on something else. Generosity and intentionality doesn't lower engagement. It usually promotes more engagement. And all we have to do is look at the menagerie. When the menagerie glitch was happening, what did everybody do? They would get the god roll they were looking for, and then they would go for another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. Nobody was like, hey, wow, this was so generous and so intentional. I got a god roll on the gun that I wanted, and I'm done with the game. Bye-bye. Like, they would be like, no, I'm going to go for more. 
I'm gonna go for more. It's addicting. You're like, oh, this is great. I can target the thing that I want. You just made a perfect argument against sunsetting? No, I made a perfect argument in support of sunsetting because you're always wanting to chase something new. Nobody gets what they want and stops grinding. But loot apathy settles in when there's no hierarchy and there's no difference or no something indistinguishable. You're like, look at what happened. People are like, well, yeah, I could grind for new guns. I could grind for new god rolls, but they're the same as what I have now. If you want to cherry pick that knack like, oh no, Lono, people will keep grinding even if it's a side grade. We don't need sunsetting. You just said yourself that just because people get what they want, they don't stop grinding. You're ripping my comment out of context. I'm speaking with respect to generosity and intentionality, not loot sameness. No one's going to spend all that time going for a side grade. I'm not talking about loot sameness. You're ripping my comment out of context and misapplying it to something completely unrelated generosity and intentionality promotes engagement and makes people go for more got my god roll hand cannon now I will chase a god roll pair of boots or a god roll sniper because why? because I need them, I I want more end game viable stuff or oh there's new perks or oh this is aspirational content and this is aspirational loot presently you get into a season and you're like oh you could grind for a god roll hand cannon I already have like 10 and they all have basically the same perks like why would I do that but instead they could be like well this one's got new perks or oh this is the new aspirational hand cannon or oh this is the new top shelf hand cannon oh oh well in that case (laughs) now you have my attention I'm not going to grind months for a perfect spare rations then decide hmm I want to farm more months for another 150 hand cannon Right. The only way you would do that, Harry, is if the next hand cannon was better or had something cooler on it. Also, I don't think we're going to be in those situations anymore. The spare rations and the mindbenders grind, I really do think the PvP crowd in particular, they feel that and it's like a traumatic experience. They're like, dude, I don't want to do that again. Holy frick, you're going to sunset my spare rations and my mindbenders? That grind took forever. We're leaving that behind. I think we're leaving behind that lack of target farm, lack of generosity. All we have to do is look at the language about redacted engrams and pursuit weapons and high stat armor grinds like read all of that language they're moving away from this idea that you're going to spend months trying to get the gun that you want they're moving away from that we're leaving that behind four to five months for one item doesn't jive with sunsetting and I think I can say that as a non-bungie employee like that doesn't jive they're not going to do that Sunsetting doesn't hurt Mindbenders nearly as much as the launch of Fell Winters. <laughs> right. Bricado. What other ways to incentivize armor pursuit aside from providing a more straightforward path towards a high stat roll? Does something need to be done about the endgame armor aside from having higher stats? Unique mod slots, unique straights. Well, this is where the seasonal mod slot comes into play for Kado. And I don't think it's fully I don't think it's fully orbed yet. Because if you're going to tell me that you're going to introduce these new mods, I think you have to do more than that. Warmind cells should have had positive modifiers in the Grandmaster Nightfall. I've said this before. If you want to motivate people to try out the new seasonal mods, then put modifiers in aspirational content that that, that promotes that idea. You, You don't have to. You do not have to do anything with Warmind cells. 
but there's these mods in Grandmaster Nightfall that make them stronger. That's how you do it. Hey, in the September season, we have these new mods on armor that create SIVA charges, or, I don't know, summon a Scorch Cannon. You're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Why would I want to do that? Well, there's these mods in Grandmaster Nightfall that make those things stronger. Oh, okay, okay. So optimizing for endgame now includes these seasonal mods that promotes experimentation that promotes you putting on the new armor and trying things out and chasing the new armor, chasing the new mods. If it's always just over there as like a side optional thing, like, well, you can generate war mine cells, you know, if you want. And people are like, I don't really want to do that. I already have all my mods picked. I kind of like my loadout. Oh, well, oh, okay. Well, I mean, war mine cells are cool. Yeah, that's great that they're cool, but I don't I don't care unless there's a clear tangible benefit. Like, I don't care about that. If you make them stronger, they will make the nightfall content easier. <laughs> Who cares about that? You think Grandmaster Nightfall content right now is a perfect package? You think it's good? Come on. People are just going in this and getting it done most of the time. That's not good content. It's dumb. I said this the other day. When pain in a game gets too high, people resort to two options. They either avoid the pain by going invis or they don't play the content at all, or they endure the pain, they just face tank it. There's a third option that we don't do that much anymore. It's called overcoming it. You can avoid the pain, endure the pain, or overcome the pain. I would rather empower people to overcome the pain. So then you take more pride in your build. You start talking about optimization. Videos emerge. Debates happen about what's the best loadout, what's the best combination to to go into it to a raid. I'm sorry, into a Grandmaster Nightfall. Instead, right now, it's like, well, we either endure it with bubbles and wells or we avoid it with invis. Or we don't go into it at all. Avoid, endure, or overcome. Start equipping us to overcome the pain. I don't think it's good. I don't. I really don't think anybody that would try to say Grandmaster Nightfall content's well designed. I, man, I would love to debate that person because I think it's awful. Twelve negative modifiers in Extreme Delta. That just. I don't know. That just feels like such a punt. It doesn't feel like true, thoughtful, nuanced, dynamic, hard content. You're just turning the volume knob up to eleven. That's all you're doing. It's truds. It feels like the armor system is getting more convoluted. At what point does Bungie need to consider an armor system similar to Anthem to free up stats from cosmetics? Truds, this is kind of not a question that I can answer. You're basically asserting that Bungie needs to consider something that I don't even think fits with this game. I don't I don't even think that fits with this game. Like I don't think the armor system is convoluted. I think suddenly trying to shove Anthem's armor system in this game would be convoluted. That would be awful. I, I think they have a perfectly good system right now. I can go in here and I can outfit myself with with synergistic perks and mods that that either buff a stat or buff, you know, some sort of behavior in the game. And then this this column here, the season slot, gives them the opportunity to experiment with all sorts of different things that I can try out. I I don't want to leave. I don't want to suddenly. I, I don't know. Asserting it's convoluted doesn't mean it's convoluted. We're halfway to it with transmog anyway. I don't... I, you would have to create a lot more argumentation to say that we're close. We're close to the, the Anthem armor system. I don't see it. Tim the Teach Man. 
How did you like the armor crafting at the lectern uh, of enchantment? I personally wish the mats were tougher to acquire. Okay, so my opinion on like armor mods, I'm sorry, armor bounties or gun bounties has come full circle. So I when Ada when Ada showed up with Black Armory, I was pro I was pro Ada frames. Like just put her frames everywhere. I want to get a gun from the Vanguard, there should be a frame to do it. Blah 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 blah. Season of Dawn gave me too much of a good thing and I saw why so many people were like Lono stop we don't want freaking frames everywhere at every NPC uh, T-Funk was one of those people he was like Lono we don't really we don't need a freaking weapon bounty for every dadgum weapon in the game I'm paraphrasing but that's essentially what he said right I started to see that perspective from people and I changed my position a little bit I started saying that weapon boons or armor boons would be better the idea that you buy it and you pop it and for the next four hours that item has a high drop chance from strike bosses or end of game crucible rewards so if you want a particular piece of armor from the crucible you would pop the boot or the gauntlet boon and then you just go play crucible and those gauntlets have a high drop rate chance for end of game rewards the entire time you're playing those four hours now if you level up that NPC, if you level up shacks halfway through the season, those boons could be more effective. There could be a multiplier. The longer you stay in the playlist, the more effective the boon becomes, encouraging people to not rage quit or leave games or leave the strike playlist. Same idea. The longer you're in the strike playlist, the more effective it becomes. It gives you a reason to invest in the NPC in the tower, leveling up Zavala, giving that benefit, right? That brings back the spirit of targeted farming without it feeling like a transactional freaking bounty. It's dropping in the game. That's exciting. Boom, the Ingram pops out of the boss. Ooh, you see the thing as an end of game reward. It's like, oh, wow. That's that's taking the spirit of a vendor, which is like, I have these items for sale, but it's putting it out in the world. It gives people a reason to stay in the playlist. It gives people a reason to ritualistically invest in the NPC. We did that with obelisks. You leveled up the obelisks and you got benefits for those grinds and for those planets do the same thing with with the vendors that uh, i so i've kind of come full circle on just put weapon bounties everywhere no no that's too transactional i love stuff dropping and i love stuff dropping in a more efficient way if you've invested in perks or something like that at the npc I continue to think that NPCs are such untapped potential for daily, weekly, seasonal, ritualistic grind for people to like really want to log in on a regular basis and play. It's such a missed opportunity, and I feel like the obelisk is just sitting there as a free idea. And the beauty of that, you reset it every season. <laughs> just reset it every season. Welcome to the winter season. Uh, these are this season's crucible guns. We've got two of them. They're the boons, right? And here's all the perks for the season. You got to level up, you know, shacks again. There you go. You're off to the races, getting those perks, getting those benefits, getting that feeling of accomplishment and progress. I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna keep banging on that drum because I feel like dead gummit, man. These NPCs are just so. We don't do anything with them. You know, we don't do anything with them. I do have to hurry up, though. Uh, I'm going to try and go a little bit faster. 
So this will open up more routes to make your guardian your way, right? Yes, with transmog and high stat and, and aspirational armor pursuits every single season. Yes, that's exactly what this should do. Seven months from Dead Punch, Elusive Texan with 22 months, and Lugia. I think I thank you for the Prime sub. Thank you. And a painter. Couldn't this create the problem of letting people use mods for two years, coming back into the circle, and not wanting people to stick to armor mods for more than one year? Well, this is designed to not really have people using mods for forever in the end game. You can use your powerful friends for forever in strikes, in the public space, uh, in normal crucible. I would even say that I bet Bungie does it with the seasonal activities. Seasonal activities are not end game, and I, I, I think that we really, really need to drive that home. Seasonal activities are not endgame. People are so worried about that because of the that the Seraph Tower event was like 980 and then the bosses were 1,000. I know this is presumptuous. I don't think Bungie's going to ever do that ever again. Because when Luke Smith says endgame viability, that's not endgame. That's a public space seasonal activity that like everybody's supposed to be able to do. And when they raise the power level of strikes and they raise the power level of the public space to 750... They also raised all your gear to 750, so like nothing could get left behind. So like sunsetting is not a threat to the public space. It's not a threat to strikes. It's not a threat to the seasonal activities. Those should all be at the entry level power. Um, so Kev Dog with the next question: What do you think of Bungie incentivizing wearing multiple armor pieces of the same set? For example, you get a buff for wearing multiple pieces of Garden of Salvation armor. Set bonuses gets thrown a lot around a lot, and I have a handful of concerns about it. It doesn't feel scalable. Like, do I? I would then need an armor set for every activity. Um, I also then feel like armor that doesn't have set bonuses would be completely sort of unwanted. Um, and then that again becomes difficult to scale. Do I have an armor set for strikes, crucible, trials, iron banner, raids? Like, how many armor sets could I conceivably have? That seems tough to scale. It seems kind of. Um, it seems kind of cumbersome to interact with. You could add a loadout system to ease some of this, and then I guess I might be a little bit more okay with it. But without a loadout system, it seems incredibly cumbersome. And it really, really seems like... Hang with me on this idea, right? What kind of a set bonus are you going to give me? It had to be pretty marginal, because we can already make ourselves incredibly strong, okay? With your armor... You can make yourself incredibly strong right now. So if there's a set bonus, it would have to be a pretty marginal benefit. That then, to me, means you're going to spend a disproportionate amount of time grinding for multiple sets for little teeny benefits. I don't want to presume and be like, just assume like, yeah, they'd be marginal, but they kind of have to be marginal. We already have an absurd amount of power in this game with respect to what we can do with our loadouts and our builds. And my concern would be that set bonuses would have to be pretty basic percentages and pretty minor influences over the flow of the game. And then that would sort of invalidate the required grind to get there. I think mods make more sense. Trials mods, Iron Banner mods, Raid mods that give you the option to use them. But then you're not like, I need an entire armor set. Oh, you didn't tire this. Now they're considering doing like adept mod slots for trial stuff. We'll see what that turns into, but uh, 13 months from sand going ham. Yes, there's new music in the tower. If you use the command exclamation point new tower music, it'll take you to the tweet with the video. If you want to give my tweet some love, a favor to retweet, that'll be helpful to me and you'll be able to hear the music loud and clear. 
uh, testify. For PvPers with many armor builds for different weapon loadouts, seasonal yearly mods don't matter in PvP. What's the reasoning for requiring PvPers to grind multiple sets of uh, high intellect armor each year just to replace old gear? Well, my hope would be that they would create a harmony here. And so there would be trials mods. That would be my hope, is there'd be trials mods. Because you only have to grind for that high intellect build if you're somebody who's regularly playing trials in Iron Banner, which means if you're going into trials in Iron Banner and you're getting those seasonal mods for those activities, it then makes sense. Like you're just periodically having to refresh everything to then use those mods and have those armor sets, driving you to get excited about the new trials armor set or the new weapons or whatever. Again, the spirit of a game like this is you can't have loot that you carry with you for forever. It runs contrary to the identity of the game. It's a loot-based, loot-driven game. This is not a... This isn't Halo or Valorant where the guns are the guns for forever, right? So there has to be, at some point, a push to get new stuff. A pruning of what you presently use. That's healthy. What isn't healthy in a loot-based game is holding on to gear for forever. That is, it just doesn't work. It chokes out diversity, creativity, room in the loot pool for diversity and new things. It just, there's just no room. It's like trying to get into an elevator and there's four giant bouncers in the elevator. And you're like, I don't, I, where am I going to go? Well, you got to wait. Or squeeze in the back and no one's going to see you. There's, it, you got to get those guys out of there. You got to get some of the gear out. You got to get some of the pinnacle stuff, the top shelf stuff out of the way. So there's more room on the dance floor. It's like that. We're just, we're everybody's, every, every perk, every gun is just stepping on each other's toes. Like very, very marginal differences between everything. And the same can be said for eternal viability of armor. You're just, the, the game will end up, I, I'm serious. It will just choke itself. People act like this is this is a unique problem to Destiny. There's plenty of games that have seen this this problem of an ongoing game trying to drive loot pursuit without invoking either either nothing is different or power creep. Like how do you do like those these are problems that many many games face. 100 bits from Piercing Angel, uh, Siege Master was 16 months and three months from Fu Manchu. Thank you, Droop, uh, Droppy. Why is everyone upset now that Bungie is making us chase loot? I want loot to chase in this game sucks. Why do I have to use a new loot? This game sucks. My Twitter video where I said people complain that their living room is too small for three years and then they get mad at the construction workers for blowing out a wall. If you want the room to be bigger, this is part of the way that it gets done. Like, if, if you... If you want, if you want the living room to be bigger, you got to blow out the wall. Like people really resonated with that video because it's like we've been complaining about always chasing Rampage Outlaw. We've been complaining about chasing all of the same loot for three month, three years, and it's like Bungie says, okay, well we'll blow out this wall to make the living room bigger, and you're like, now hang on a minute, I really liked that wall. Well, which the frick is it? Like which is it? <laughs> which is it? Do you love the wall enough to keep it and continue having a small living room? Or do we blow it out? It's kind of painful. It looks kind of dirty and messy, but then the room ends up being bigger when you're done. Go out to a garden. Oh, I don't want to prune the, prune the rose bush. I really like all of those, those branches and those roses. I don't want to prune the rose bush. Your rose bush is going to die. So you prune it so it can grow. You make room so it can flourish. Like, that's just, you know... 
That's, botan- that's botanical growth 101. You can't just let things choke themselves to death because you become attached to them. Like, you're literally sentencing it to death. Elite 6. How would you like Bungie to allow players to focus their grind when it comes to armor a la Redacted Ingrams? Thinking of the Chalice and Menagerie. It sounds like it's going to be that way. There's going to be 15 abilities. There's going to be 15 abilities on the Redacted Ingram that you can focus, and they've only let us know of a couple of them, and one of them is high stat armor. So we'll have to wait and see what the other 15 abilities is. It does sound like a mixture of like the Chalice and like Sundial a little bit. More Chalice than anything. Wordy. Aspirational armor is generally only useful in helping weapon uptime cooldown. Is there any way for Bungie to make armor intrinsically exciting, or will uh, any innovation be forced into mod slots? Does this limit how exciting armor can be as a loot chase? Well, I do think we have to admit that, like, armor can't be so, like, have such a strong identity that, like, oh, these gauntlets do XYZ. Well, then, I don't know. That armor can't be that identity driven the way guns are right think about it a gun needs identity it needs a feel it needs a look it needs a you know a a perk feel because it's how you engage in all the combat my boots aren't doing that they're not even in, in frame you know what I mean so I think that would be the worry is that your armor needs to to a certain extent just kind of be armor and have stats and then you can invest in the mods and everything else and then the seasonal slot is where they get creative I actually think that's okay uh hockey Dan if you guys are worried about reset I will make sure that we we end Q&A and like go into the game not everybody's questions are going to get answered I guess we could maybe do a part 2 Q&A today after reset if reset doesn't do anything significant more than a cutscene we can actually come back and do a part 2 to Q&A because I can upload that as well with armor sharing a year long mod slot going forward will armor be sunset yearly instead of seasonally they've actually already said this, this is exactly how it works it's a, it's a yearly uh, power power infusion cap uh, hey Lono, you mentioned that due to the gunsmith selling powerful friends, it's proof positive that Bungie has an ace up the sleeve with strong mods. I, I never said that. Uh, what would you like to see as the source of these god mods? I never said this. I don't know where you heard this. I did not say that the gunsmith selling powerful friends is proof that Bungie has an ace up the sleeve with strong mods. This is this is a I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know how you got this, but I didn't say that. I said this is not a drill, go get powerful friends. I have consistently cited powerful friends as a threat to mod power, basically requiring power creep. Like the only way you're going to unseat powerful friends is with a mod that's stronger, that's power creep. So like that is, that's what I've said. I think maybe you you may have misinterpreted or misheard me. I've never said that that's proof they're making good, good mods. I basically have said... If that's the ceiling, then there are... I might have said this. Maybe maybe I said this. I don't remember. I, I say a lot. I may have said that Powerful Friends is proof of like how strong a mod can be. So maybe that I maybe that's what I said. I don't know. Uh, testify. As a solution to infinite viability god roll armor sets that never sunset, could a long grind or pursuit for transmog ornaments of endgame armor set... Uh, serve as a loot incentive enough for players we've already kind of addressed the um, armor sets you're saying 
Could a long grinder pursuit for transmog ornaments of endgame armor sets? Well, I, that's what I said to the one person. I said, even if somehow you manage to get every exact piece of armor you need with all the stats that you want, there would still be the transmog grind every season if a certain set looks really good to you. Um... Yeah, you know what? I, I'm gonna stay in the tower until reset, just in case they somehow do something in the tower, and then I'll change characters. You're right, Wheezy. Uh, Critterbot with 28 months. Yeah, six minutes and counting. Would a convenient and fast method of saving loadouts help ease the pain? Yeah, a loadout system. Yes, Critter. I saw you say that. I already answered your question in chat. Uh, will Bungie ever circle back to Prince Aldrin? and Cade's Vanguard Dare. This is one of those yes or no questions. I've kind of told people that when you ask these, I just can't give you a substantive answer because this is a yes or no question that I actually don't know the answer to. I would like them to loop back to Prince Aldrin, but we'll have to wait and see what they're going to do. Yes or no, will they do it? I, I, I have no idea. If you guys are tuning in to see what's going to happen, there is new tower music. You can use exclamation point new tower music. If you want to give my tweet some love, there's a video of the music. If you want to retweet it, favorite it, whatever. We're going to end Q&A. Check out what's going on at Reset because there is some new music. We'll see what's going on. So don't go anywhere. If you're enjoying the sort of podcast feel of the channel, it's an interactive podcast where we can have a back and forth. It's also family friendly. Make sure and click the follow button to support the channel. Um... Do you think mods should be a pursuit along with armor or just hand it to you like the worthy mods? You gotta be careful here because you want people to experiment and if you just if you make them really, really hard to get then it'll be too out of sight, out of mind. Right? It's one thing to be like oh, you gotta grind for guns, you gotta grind for god rolls you gotta grind for armor, you gotta grind for high roll stats. Oh, and you also have to grind for the new mods. Like, I think you can stack it up a little bit too high. Have you ever had that feeling of like, you look at a shopping list and you're going to the grocery store and you just look at it and you're like, oh, frick, and you just groan because you know you're going to be boomeranging and missing aisles and making mistakes, especially if you don't regularly grocery shop, right? If you hand somebody a new season shopping list and it's like all these things are there to get, it can really paralyze people. I do think certain things, it's okay if they're accessible because it just promotes more experimentation. Silent Death. Will the pursuit or focus on new armor be more like the menagerie in the sense that we will be able to focus a specific stat? It seems like it's going to be like that. Yes, it will be like the chalice in that there will be abilities to help us focus on certain things and do certain, you know, like chase certain items uh, and high stats. Yes. Uh, pure. Should we expect to see obtaining universal ornaments as a task? For example, complete the raiding counter to obtain this ornament, not only for armor, but maybe weapons. I think the in-game effort needs to be reasonable, you know, but it also needs to be, like, it needs to be hard enough that somebody might say, yeah, I'd rather just spend the silver. There's a nice happy medium. If it says, you know, if you want to unlock raid armor as an ornament, you got to run the raid a thousand times. I'd be like, what the frick is this? Is this a joke? You're just trying to squeeze silver out of us. The in-game effort needs to feel like an investment, but it also needs to be like not something that you do in five minutes because that invalidates the entire reason to do it. Like in-game effort has to require some semblance of time and, and you know, work. Uh, $4.20 tip. What's the source of where Bungie said reskins take as long to create as new weapons? I don't know where you read that. Exotic Bonsai with a brand new sub. Enjoy the dope badge emotes and ad-free viewing. Casual Gamer HD. Thank you so much for 19 months. Now, I'm only going to call off Q&A if something happens, okay? I'm, I'm set up to switch scenes and give you guys audio very, very quickly. So, 
I we'll see. If it's just a cutscene, we'll take a brief break in Q and A, watch the cutscene, and then we'll come back in. If there's more, we'll continue uh, investigating. Uh, Brom fan. With Armor Pursuit updating to help keep the grind fresh, do they need to do something similar with Exotic Armor? Um, I mean, I don't know. Exotic Armor is tough because Exotic Armor already does so much. Of all the items I feel like they need to invest in to improve, I'm not really looking at Exotic Armor. Maybe Exotic Armor that's underrepresented could use a quality pass, but like, Exotic Armor is kind of really strong already. You gotta be, we don't need to ask for much more. (laughs) You know? Wordy. Survivability is limited to healing and avoidance, invis or suppress, but the tiny health pools and high damage harm the efficacy of both. Would an expansion of the health and shield values with armor, a la Anthem, be within the scope of Destiny or is it 2RPG? I mean, I certainly think there's room there to create more dynamics. At the present time, that's one of the problems. We don't have good lateral movement to get out of the way of insane pain. Uh, the pain comes so fast. Our health pool's so small. Enemies tend to spam. Like, I've talked about this before, the hierarchy of enemies. There's, like, the low health enemies, red bars. Their, their aim and their damage is spammy and low damage. And when suddenly that weapon does tons of damage, how fast they shoot, it kind of corrupts the rhythm of combat they're like bam bam, 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 and you're like oh that's not so bad when they're a trash ad but when they're doing insane amounts of damage it just disrupts combat rhythm it's like okay new adventures available i'm not seeing anything so let me let me change characters because it just it just popped up and said new adventures available if we if if i can tell we're going to get a cutscene, i will switch scenes and q a will get put on hold Q&A will get put on hold. Nothing. No cutscene. Okay? Going to the tower. Let me make sure everything everything let me make sure everything cycled. Uh the store Yeah, the store cycled. Yep. All right. Traveler glowing. It always glows. What are you talking about? New adventures for the Flashpoint. Yeah, when the new adventure pops up, I wasn't saying that's a new adventure, that's something new to do. New adventure indicates that the game has reset. That's all I was saying. I wasn't saying there's a new adventure. I was saying, oh, I know it's been reset. New adventure popped up. I I didn't, just to be clear. So. It may be just new music all this week and then something happens next week. That's why I don't want to put Q&A on hold because it doesn't seem like anything is happening. Because the cutscene would happen when you load in. The cutscene would happen when you load in. Glowing from the inside. The Traveler has always glowed from the inside like that. Yeah, I don't, I'm not seeing anything. Head to a bunker? Yeah, we could head to the bunker. We could definitely head to the bunker. I'm, I'm again, I'm not, I am not gonna, I'm not gonna halt. I'm not gonna halt Q&A because it seems like maybe nothing is going on. IO bunker. Well, while we're flying down, we could look at the Eververse. Uh, residual trace sparrow. Uh, whoops, it took a long time to show it. Residual space sparrow is available for silver, the CLVS ghost shell silver, and the ornament for uh, the air apparent is also available. Uh, we have the feline fancy emote is available for bright dust. Um, okay. Almighty, and this was in the skybox. I don't think there was anything 
in the skybox. The outbreak ornament for dust? Is it the trials ornament? Seems like nothing will keep posted. I don't think there's anything here, chat. I think they might have just done the music for this week and then next week will be the cutscene. Because I think what they'll do next week is they'll do a cutscene at reset and then they'll also start they'll they'll start doing trailers for next season. So as far as the the pyramid ships, they're at that planet now. So Tree of Probabilities this week? Yeah, that's a good farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Titan's here. Nothing's going on with Titan. So, Mars is the flashpoint. Maybe something going on on Mars. I'm going to keep doing Q&A. If something happens, guys, we'll go and check it out and I'll turn on game volume. I don't think there's anything going on. Um, Back to Wordy's question about survivability, limited healing, blah, 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 blah. I've tried to make this argument before about how like Bungie created a sort of natural hierarchy of, of, of combat. There's lots of trash ads, right? So trash ads are weak and their attacks are weak. How do they make up for it? There's usually a lot of them quantitatively and they usually shoot really, really fast. So if there's like three or four drag shooting at you in a vandal, it's not too bad, okay? The quantity of them, how many of them can aggro, how many bullets they shoot in a matter of seconds, isn't that big of a deal. When you just crank up Delta, the problem becomes that they're they're no longer in the lane that their quantity of presence and saturation and their fire rate is now not in sync with the high damage that they're doing. Does that make sense? It's like the guys that cheat in Crucible and they shoot a sniper rifle full auto. It's like boom. It's like, well, now hang on a minute. A sniper is not supposed to shoot that fast. <laughs> a sniper is not supposed to, to shoot that fast. And because it is shooting that fast, it's creating a problem, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll reset the game, guys. I don't know if that's gonna fi- uh, that's gonna you know pull anything. And so. In PvE, the same thing ends up happening. You have trash ads that shoot at a rate that's in line with low damage, and when they suddenly do tons of damage, it's one of the reasons the recluse the recluse was a problem. The recluse was a fire, high fire rate weapon. It started doing tons of damage. The high fire rate with the high damage created problems for time to kill, and it was like was you know it was a two ease uh, you know two ease of of use weapon. Okay, so. In the realm of PvE combat, that's part of the problem with just cranking up the delta and the pain. The enemies are not created with the dynamics and the combat changes to suddenly be like, well, we should do, uh, we should have less enemies in the area, or they should shoot slower because they're suddenly doing a ton of damage. It's why when it's arc burn and blackout a thrall punch is so deadly and so frustrating it's really really hard to mitigate eight thralls running at you and they have an arc slap that's a one tap kill the only thing you can do is run away or try and like throw down a grenade or something and sometimes you don't have that option we don't have the lateral movement or the agility to mitigate a sudden rise in increased pain from spammy oversaturated attacks this is why I've continued to say that endgame content that stacks 12 modifiers in a really high delta, I find it to be incredibly boring and it flattens out the content and makes it stupid. Watch Slayer Rage try and solo a Nightfall and he gets one tapped by the, the pikes. Why? 
Like, the pikes don't work in a realm where they're suddenly doing tons of damage because their fire rate, their accuracy, and their aggro patterns, they're not built for that level of damage output. The accuracy, the fire rate, and the shooting of like a cabal grunt or a drag or something, it's not built for high damage. It's built for low damage. So when they're suddenly doing high damage, I think the content suffers immensely and is super unappealing. It creates that threshold of when there's really high pain in the game, you avoid it, endure it, or overcome it. Overcoming it's not even an option. You you avoid it. You freaking hide. You bubble. You envis. You well of radiance. It flattens out the combat, it flattens out the solutions to the combat, and that's why I think that kind of content is so unappealing and just an absolute waste of resources. It just there's no reason to there's just no reason to engage with content like that. In my in my opinion, obviously. I mean if you want to go for the the, the, the title, go ahead, but I don't find the combat even invigorating at all. Do you think Bungie should experiment with adapt uh, I'm sorry, adept pinnacle armor? Uh Legendary armor that drops unique perks sets. We've already talked about set bonuses and stuff, and maybe the you know the, the potential of doing like a mod slot for trials or something. I could, they could consider doing something like that. JD Gamer, guys, I know we're bummed that nothing happened in the game, but the music was cool, and it's wetting our appetite for a change next week, and then that wets our appetite for the new season. So, what's the difference if it happens this week or next week? Like, I know people are disappointed, but. Bungie promised nothing, so. New music, cool. There's something happening, there's something changing, and then there'll probably be a cutscene next week. <clears throat> By the way, if you guys tuned in to see if something was happening or whatever and you've enjoyed your stay, even if you've only been here for a few minutes, make sure and click the follow button. I know some people are like, oh man, did anything happen? Nothing happened, bye. Um, I can see that. Oh, we didn't finish looking at Eververse, so before I go to the next question, um... Yeah, you can buy the Mercurial Affliction Trials Ornament uh, for Outbreak for Bright Dust. And then you can buy Infinity Cubes Emote and the SIVA Emergence. Uh, the SIVA Emergence Transmat. And then down here, if you haven't grabbed it yet, Neo Pop Wave is a great, is a great, great shader. Uh, and it's on sale for Bright Dust right here. Be sure to snag that because that just goes into your collections. The SIVA ornament for the Lord of Wolves is available for Bright Dust. And I, I might actually have to purchase that because I think that thing is just absolute. Oh, it's just so sexy. Um, the Husk Crushers, uh, the Dune Marchers ornament is available for Bright Dust. The boot ornament, legendary boot ornament is available. The Immoderate Splendor uh, Sparrow is available with a snake on it. Nucleus shell with like all the little ghost shells around it is available for bright dust and another the emote where they pour looks like coffee. Oh, that's like the Thor where he like slams the thing. Savage Haymaker finisher is also available for bright dust. Uh, hey Lono, I've grinded the Leviathan raids to get a decent roll set. Should Bungie use the prestige raids to let us have old loot? Or should they just do a moments of triumph type of thing with the old raids? I'm kind of mixed on this. I don't think they should just go back and be like, hey, you can go get armor there now. We reprised all the armor. I would love those raids to get like an injection of, you know, random rolls on the guns. Maybe give the armor a cool facelift. Give us a reason to go back in there. Um, You know, maybe that comes in the form of Age of Triumph. Maybe not. I think there's a variety of options that they could use, though. 
the finishing moves are overpriced in comparison to all the other items no they're not because they're literally they're, it's literally a flourish on a move this is a vanity item that they want to make money on and it's literally a brand new vanity item it's not something that's been in the game before so I'm not concerned about a vanity flourish on a finisher being expensive that's not a problem um so Starscream love the shirt been keeping up on Podbean in those in these odd times thank you love your opinions as always how much customization or control of stat spread is too much or too little the first question today touched on this we, we, we talked about how if you give us too much control then it just becomes transactional if we have no control then it feels futile and like a waste of time um hey somebody ordered a pair of glasses and used my code or my referral link thank you for doing that I really really like um the relationship with uh, Gamer Advantage. Thank you guys for supporting that. So, I would say I, I would say that if they give us too much control, that's a ditch that you can fall in where everything feels transactional. It becomes super trivial and easy to get in you know insanely amazing armor with ar- great armor stats, and then you can have the same problem when you go the other direction, where it's like, man, I I I, I can't get anything. This is going to take way too freaking long. Either I don't think either system is appealing. I think there's a good middle ground. I think we're really close to that middle ground with frames and sundial and menagerie and chalice and all these different things. I actually think those are those are decent executions of generosity and intentionality, like player agency combined with uh, generosity. Yes, we checked the bunker. Yes, we reset the game. Yes, I've changed characters. Nothing but new music this week. I'm so sorry if people thought something else was going to happen. It's probably going to be next week. Yeah, the limited time on the on the emblem went away on Sloan like a couple weeks ago, I think. We pointed it out like a day or two later it left. On the topic of armor pursuits, do you think that the idea of pinnacle armor sets or pieces could be a thing? Maybe not so much as the stats that make it god tier like weapon pinnacles, maybe something like an ornament. Um, yeah, I mean, that could be cool. It's Here's one of the dangers. All right, let's take your idea and let's really stretch this out and see how this would work. Let's say I have to wear an entire set of trials armor and then that like unlocks ornamentation for the set and something happens. There's a blow. I'm sorry, there's a glow or there's a there's an ornament or something. There's new lines for Zavala. Get your butt to Mars. There seems to be more towers on the EDZ now. Well, they I mean obviously they could be transforming the world slightly. Um doesn't seem to be anything happening gents um so um what were we talking about yeah now if we play with this idea though of like I have to wear the entire armor set in order to get the benefit in order to to get the ornamentation that might be too restrictive right that might be too restrictive you end up in situations where you might you, you end up in situations where it's like no one's going to do it and if they do it it's too disruptive to their loadout. Maybe once you get an entire armor set, you can do something with transmog. And then when you you transmog, you know, the ornamentation unlocks like another form of or- ornamentation. Does that make sense? I don't think there's anything going on, guys. I don't think there's anything going on. 
Mars doesn't seem to have anything special happening. We can go talk to Anna Bray and see. I think they're trickling it out. This week was the music and next week something happens, you know? That's 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 more than likely how they're going to do it. If they did something this week, then there wouldn't be anything for them to do next week. That's how I'm taking this. No change to the skybox. No, music is what we got this week. Or it's bugged. I mean, I don't know. I have I have I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. Um yeah yeah so to the ornamentation thing like if I have to wear a full set basically like this if you ask me to do a significant amount of things just to get something ornamentation or like an ornament or something like that I just don't think that that, that, that's that's enough to make me like I gotta wear a whole set or something uh palms do you think that with this mod update that there is still uh, somebody said to look up. Yeah, there's nothing going on, guys. I, I really think we're... I think we're really, really just being too... At this point, we're kind of living in denial. Although, oh, my NPCs aren't here. Um, do you think with this mod update, there is still a void build diversity... Enough... Uh, there is still a void in build diversity. Maybe set up a system incentivizing players to combine different armor sets could give players a new pursuit to play style ability. This is just too speculative and too broad. We don't even know what they're going to be doing now that we have annual season annual seasonal stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's just a little bit too broad. I would say let's get into September and see what they outline first before saying whether or not they should do something different. I'm happy to have that discussion maybe about, you know, a couple weeks into September. You already answered? Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Big D. Do you think that there's a chance for either the return of perk reroll as one-time option for weapons or as a trial for stat reroll on armor at any point I mean when they let us reroll wrath armor the reason that I was okay with that is you had to use currency that came from the raid so it was it was a hop skip and a jump away from just grinding for more armor isn't a better solution to just empower you to chase armor drops so you're not just chunking currency into an item that's freaking boring isn't it more exciting to say we're gonna let you run a raid for 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 non-powerful drops so you can try to get the armor that you want i would have preferred being able to just rerun wrath for armor drops to look for the role that i want instead of shoving a currency into the armor that's less exciting you stand there and hold the button down until you get the one that you want Let me just keep running trials for armor drops until I get the one that I want. Empower me to chase the loot that I want. Don't empower me to change the loot that I want. Does that make sense? That sounds like a a, a silly bumper sticker that I just came up with. Empower players to chase the loot that they want instead of changing the loot that they want. It's one's way more interesting than the other. One's way more dopamine triggering than the other. It's just way more exciting to, to be in an activity and have something, you know, something drop. Bungie has people so desperate for content that they're flying to a planet to look at the sky or to look at it another way instead of being so pessimistic and negative, which seems to be part of your brand. I would say people enjoy this game so much. They're always exciting at the promise or the potential of something new happening. If a band that you really like was like hinting at a new song coming out 
and everybody went to like Twitter to see if the new song was dropping yet. That just means they're really big fans of the band. They're not like, oh man, this band just has people so desperate for new music. That's the other perspective. Yeah, and one's a whole lot more enjoyable to be around. Do you want to know which which one you are? Cryptic Killer. Did I skip a question? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, Cryptic Killer. Will there be ways to specifically hunt for armor rolls in pinnacle activities like raids or trials? They've not said. They said seasonal aspirational armor pursuit and a redacted engram that'll empower you to chase high stat rolls. Shadow, uh, Shadower. Shadowware. Is the armor starting in season 12 going to keep the same mods as the armor in, say, season 14, or will it have the mods for the year? If Is it power relevant and season 14 has relevant mods? I'm not 100% sure. Okay. So when armor drops, alright, when armor drops, it has 12 months of endgame viability infusion, and it can use the next 12 months of mods. It's that simple. Paul saying the reports of music changing on other planets as well. It's probably the same music to create something ominous happening. Maybe it's happening on every planet where there's towers or something. uh, Bowie Bazinga. Hey Lono, as an idea for Grandmaster and fuel the aspiration for the content, could Bungie implement the system that the prestige raid layers have an option but not a requirement, but if it complemented a special shader or bonus loot that dropped? Okay. For Grandmaster, fuel the aspiration for the content, could Bungie implement the system that the prestige raid layers have as an option but not a requirement? I'm not sure what you mean. As far as the loadout goes, um, I, I actually think modifiers can motivate us to change our loadout more than like a required curated like you have to run a scout and a sidearm I don't want to freaking do that like scouts and sidearms are stronger oh okay well now you have my attention I might try that out force loadouts are stupid incentivized loadouts better right you know the Drake meme like force loadouts uh, and then you got the incentivized loadouts uh huh like that's the <laughs> that's the Drake this is a Drake meme right there you know one is far better because it's optional and if you try it out it's actually maybe fun and it's stronger and it's you know it feels better Dark Sider. Uh, with the mentioning that you will be able to grind for aspirational armor by either Vanguard Crucible Gambit will each have a separate bar. For it. I don't know. You're you're asking me about a system I haven't seen yet, homie. They just outlined the bare bones of it. Uh, Warlock. Do you think in the future Bungie should re-add armor that has only been there for a limited time? Trials of the Nine armor into Reckoning. This is one of those big, broad yes or no questions. Do you think that should do this, Lono? I really don't have a strong opinion on it. Zorian. Sorry this has been answered already. If we can choose specific armor pieces within the new redacted engram, could that ease the pain of leveling by enabling us to easily backfill what piece you are missing? That's literally what I said in the talk. You must not, you might just not have been here for it. I actually said that in my video. I made sure to mention that transmog and targeted farming and high stat targeted farming is going to empower you to do exactly what you just said. Yes. You just I, I, you probably weren't here. This is a late question. This is question 46. The Guardian 777. A little off topic, but in relation to yesterday's SNTR presents, am I missing something? Or are they combining the vendor loot pools and world loot pools in the same thing? Because I thought they have always been separate. They have been separate. Token slamming engrams just got turned into like world world engrams with like a slight lean toward their source. 
So if I'm turning in tokens at Zavala, it has a lean toward Vanguard items, but it's also just basically a world loot drop. I think they're doing that on purpose because token slamming should lose... You shouldn't be able to get like new cool stuff from token slamming. Token slamming is basically a world engram now, and I'm okay with that because the redacted engram is there to be superior for the new relevant items, the new relevant guns, and the new relevant armor. You can farm for that in the redacted engram. So... Um, when did this guy start far- following me? TK Omar. TK Omar, you're welcome to feel good or bad about given games, but when someone comes here and feels like they just want to sort of hijack chat with negativity, with respect, just go the frick somewhere else. I'm not going to ban you, but my chat's not here for your complaint puking dumping ground. If you're unhappy, cool. But that's not why my chat exists. It's not here for you to be an internet tantrum-throwing crybaby. Sorry, that's just not why my chat's here. You want to criticize, you want to voice your opinion on the current content to make suggestions or make criticisms about making things better, go for it. But you're just puking all over chat, and people are clearly tired of it. That doesn't mean we're an echo chamber. Plenty of people here have been critical of this season. Plenty of people here have been critical of the Guardian Games or the Tower event or the Felwinter's Lie, you know, quest. So don't twist this on Reddit like so many people do that like we're just an echo chamber and we're kicking people out it's just nobody likes to sit and listen to somebody basically just be negative Nancy Debbie Downer in chat it's like a it's like a skipping record you've made your point you don't like the game you're unhappy you think it sucks apparently you praised army men 3d and think it's better well, then why aren't you playing that right now um next question Inazuma Yaba Lono, do you think that they may be removing Gambit or the Drifter from the tower? Almighty damage losing. I don't know. It's another. It's another yes or no. I. I, I can't see. Well, they're they're making changes to how his armor works. So I think he's still a vendor, a tower vendor. They kind of already said like that he's basically a tower vendor in year four. So I don't think he's going anywhere because they said these three tower vendors are getting a base level armor that changes according to decal. So I would just think that that's that's uh that he's still going to stick around brand new sub a brand new prime sub from breadism thank you so much for the brand new prime sub enjoy the dope badge emotes and ad free viewing pure 36 um this is anything but an echo chamber plenty of very smart people come here and bring up very valid points I, we, we, you could get out of stopwatch I said this yesterday because I know reddit claims it's an echo chamber here and I ban people who disagree with me because misrepresenting you know streamers and rep- misrepresenting situations and people and persons is like par for the course for internet criticism because it's lazy and easy right so I don't really care but they say that all the time and it's like get out of stopwatch I spend more time debating people in chat than agreeing with them like it wouldn't be very entertaining if I just sat here and agreed with people it just it's it, get out of stopwatch and and you know start it as soon as i have a back and forth with somebody and an hour later undo it and then make sure and try and stop start the stopwatch every time i just have a bunch of people agreeing with me like most of the content here is actually debate and discussion not people being like yeah lono's right about everything like that would be pretty boring episodes of content i mean how can you accuse me of being condescending and a jerk and talking down to people if there aren't people in here for me to do that to if it's just an echo chamber again that's just a cognitive cognitively dissonant incoherent criticism it's like i'm both a jerk and condescending and talk down to people who disagree with me and yet it's just an echo chamber here well which is it 
You know what I'm saying? Like, inconsistent criticism, inaccuracies, and misrepresentations of content is just par for the course. You know, it's just what people do. Do you believe that armor ornaments we see come to the game should be obtained through the game or be purchased through in-game currency? Play activity or obtain? They've not said, so my opinion on it is that it should be earned through in-game effort. It should be earned through in-game effort. It's an echo chamber when chat says, hey, should we do this? And Lono says, yes, I said that. I said it in the chat. <laughs> right, I said it in the talk. Right, right, right. That happens, but that's fine. I mean, that's going to happen. Uh, F- FJ4. Would it be reasonable to split stats to different armor slots? Helmets and chests would only affect int discs, strength, and legs. Okay, so this is one of those questions where the reason I don't want to spend any time on this is they're not going to do this. Okay? They've built a system of stat distribution, and I would say they're not they're they're not going to do they're not going to do this. Um. Um, and the kit with install. So, sorry, I, I don't like dismissing something, but like, they're just not going to do this. They're not going to give like your head a certain stats and then nothing else and everything else. Like you're talking about them completely nuking stat distribution and coming up with a brand new system. I don't see them doing that. I think stat distribution right now works fine. Individual armor pieces can be pursued and sought out. You know, you're like, oh, I want to get something in the 60s with a lean toward mobility or whatever. So, yeah, probably silent. It just depends on what today looks like. Uh, Action Paxons. I'm almost done here, so we'll see. Do you think Bungie will hit a roadblock where they can't make more powerful perks weapons because they can't keep them balanced in PvP? No, because I believe there's plenty of things they've done in PvE that doesn't disrupt PvP. Delirium, Wendigo, uh, Trench Barrel, 1-2 Punch. I think there's, there's plenty of possibilities with elemental perks, damage over time perks, burn perks, suppression perks, blinding perks. Like, a lot of that stuff doesn't do much in Crucible, you know? Then a rage calls players the problems and tells them to boycott the event. Oh. <laughs> sorry. I tried to cry and feel sorry for you, but I couldn't. I just ended up like it was like the mixture of like a gag and a cry. I'm I'm sorry. I tried with your 2-minute old alt account. I I really am sorry that you're that upset about a clip snipe of me telling people to boycott the Tower Seraph event that was so terrible and awful that Bungie had to change how it worked. <laughs> wow. Cowards are a dime a dozen. Will the armor pursuit changes help alleviate the hardcore grind to god roll armor while still keeping the grind which still makes us look forward? Skip if needed. This is essentially what I said at the beginning of the video, right? We need a in between. You got to maintain like keep us grinding, keep us chasing while not like you got to alleviate this I can't chase armor. Where where can you go get your armor? You know what I mean? Uh I answered the question about the, the perks in 2 and Crucible. How should the importance of some stats, and like mobility, affect the mods we get? Powerful friends affects mobility, which is important to some. I got news for you. I don't know if they're going to do that again, homie. I don't know if they're going to do that again. Because it ca- it's just so strong. It 20 mobility? <laughs> I don't think they're doing that again. Truth be told, I, I think they're going to avoid that. 
uh, Nate McClunny. McClunky, could we be looking at another Shadow Keep like DLC drop with Bungie using their resources and time to change core systems like weapon armor? This is this is literally cut and dry the kind of questions I ask people not to submit. I mean, I say don't ask questions where you're like, do you think Bungie's going to do this? Do you think Bungie can pull it off? I there I there's no way for me to answer your question. I'm not trying to be rude. There's literally I don't have the ability to answer this. Are they going to be doing another Shadowkeep DLC drop where they use resources and time to change core systems? I don't know. I don't. Now, I can tell you I hope they do something with weapons. I think weapons are due a significant update, but there's literally no way for me to know. Yes or no, are they doing it? I I just, these questions I always say, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, J 4 Lono, do you think Outbreak's outlaw perk will be nerfed or should it I believe it shouldn't to separate as an exotic thoughts this is so specific homie I, why why specifically that gun and that perk I don't it's an exotic for frick's sake it should be it's fine to have oh 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 oh, oh. hang on hang on hang on hang on bigger picture I understand why you're asking this now it, it, I'm, I'm tr- okay in light of the perks getting nerfed you're saying do you think it's perk should be nerfed I believe that it shouldn't I agree with you. Sorry. I was like, why would you just randomly single out the outbreak? You're saying this in light of the most recent, the, the, one of the recent videos and discussions we had about, you know, the, uh, the reload perks getting nerfed. I'm sorry about that. So, I agree with you. No, it should not be nerfed because it's an exotic. It should be immune to that nerf. It should retain its, 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 it should be best in class with respect to that, right? the reason what do you think about using raw stats to create a loot hierarchy for example a raid rapid fire shotgun will have more impact than the norm i don't think this is the way to do it the reason i really don't because you're just gonna you're gonna run into problems here this is what creates rich get richer in pvp if they're able to do what you're saying without disrupting pvp then freaking go for it but this just this just smacks of biting off too much you can use perks you like think about genesis chain chaos dogma the steel medulla these weapons in wrath they were unique now i would go a little bit further unique synergistic perks but also best in class somewhere in that hemisphere we don't need to be like well raid weapons just have more impact and damage oh well for for, what well now there's literally why would i use anything else at least there's some at least there's some semblance of player choice and preference when it's more about perk combinations and best in class. You completely invalidate the discussion of like, well, are they the absolute best in class? Well, in some circumstances, yes. But if you literally give them the absolute best everything, that kind of creates a problem, I think. Didn't they do that with year one trials loot? Burning our I had a tiny bit more impact than their scouts. I think that this is just a little too much. You got to be careful. I think adept guns that had like the intrinsic celerity and then a cooler appearance makes more sense to me i don't know this makes me worry i'm not bungee but when i hear this i'm like i don't know that seems like you're making the guns just automatically statistically better now when it's perk synergies and perk preferences and oh it's best in class with this perk combination that at least leaves room for debate but when you're like, no, literally, it is statistically better than everything else in the game. That's that almost feels like we're going back to like static roll Ikelos era, where like, yeah, it's just the best shotgun. Everybody get that shotgun, you're done. 
Does that make sense? It feels like there's no discussion, no debate, no testing, no experimentation. They're just statistically better than literally everything in the game. Well, aren't they supposed to be best in class and standout? Well, yes and no. Best in class and standout doesn't automatically mean they're just statistically better at every at every turn. Does that make sense? I read this, I'm not against it. I read it and I get concerned. I'm like, that sounds like that sounds like it's going to really collapse on itself very quickly and not be as exciting as it sounds. It might just be the decisions made for you. This is the best gun. Instead of, well, yeah, but this gun over here can roll a little bit different. It's not necessarily best in class, but with the right rolls, maybe it's sort of close. When you just raise all the stats on the gun, I don't think that's as exciting as like maybe contextual perks that make it better, maybe perks that have to be used in a particular way that make it better than just like, oh, all the stats are better. It's statistically better. Do you think Bungie could mitigate their admitted lack of bandwidth by leaving a season out? We, we get these questions a lot. I don't want to spend time on this. They're not going to do that, and I don't think you would get more pizza. You would just slice the pieces different. It's the, They can make the same amount of content. You're not going to suddenly net way more content because they slice the seasons differently. I just, I don't think, I don't think that that's, that that's what's going on. Um... Next question. TD Murrow. Thoughts on the possibility of this season revolving around SIVA? We've had a lot of questions about SIVA. I'm not sure yet. Have they addressed the sunsetting thing already? I've... Uh, I've been off for two or three weeks. Sorry if there's been discussed already. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to skip with respect and love. There's an entire blog and videos about this. I'm not going down this road at the end of Q&A. <laughs> there's a ton of info out there, homie. Jay says, uh, 4JI4's question randomly inspired me. Can you make any sort of case for the ones place in your current stat system? Should there be more nuance so that one... So that a one in a stat isn't equal to a nine. Oh yeah, yep. I agree with you here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you. So people are like, what does he mean? Okay, a one is equal to a nine because if you have a ninety-one and a ninety-nine, it's the same. Your recovery is the same. So you're still you're tier nine no matter what. Um maybe we could go to halves like a 9.5 you know you got to be careful here cuz a 90 a 99 and a 91 aren't equal when you equip another piece of gear with an extra an extra point right i have 99 mobility as my main stat and it drives me up the wall i unfortunately unfortunately i i think the best solution here is to maybe go every 5 or you get like a partial bump when you get to like a 9.5. Um, whenever you go into a stat-driven game like this, this is just a problem you're going to run into. Yeah, Traction fixes the problem, by the way. There's a Ghost 10 on Traction. Uh, every 5 would, would, would weaken this. It would weaken it. But I don't want to completely eliminate like, is it a good or a bad stat? Oh, well, they just round up. All you got to do is get to 9.5 and it's basically 100. Like, then you're kind of eliminating some of the the levels of like pursuing the best stats and min-maxing. You're kind of you're kind of diluting some of that if you're not careful. Lally Gator. Do you have any idea what might happen in the cutscene next week? I, no. It, something's going to hit the tower, maybe. Pieces of it will hit the tower. The tower will survive, you know? Um... 
Pfunk. When Bungie went class abilities being linked to uh, mobility, resilience, recovery, should they change this back to Paragon or something else? You mean like the Paragon system in Diablo? I mean, I think the biggest problem with recovery mobility is that resilience isn't good enough. So Titans kind of feel like they got the shaft. You you feel like, well, I got to invest in resilience to get my walls back quicker, and resilience isn't that great of a perk. Does that make sense? High mobility for a hunter has multiple benefits. High recovery on a warlock has multiple benefits. High resilience on a titan, it's like, well, I can get my walls quicker, but after you get so much resilience, the measurement of impact over the game is so, it's so you can't see it. It's hard to see it. What I would say is this. What Bungie could do is they could do something with, and I'm, I'm totally spitballing off the top of my head here. I don't have this fully fleshed out. But what they could do is, instead of saying mobility is tied to your dodge, they could basically say, as long as you hit a certain tier amount on any of the intellect, discipline, or strength perks, or as long as you hit a certain tier amount on mobility, resilience, or recovery, that ends up helping your class ability. Does that make sense? So if you really want to go tier 10 recovery, you can on any of the classes. And when you do that, that could then fuel your class ability. Like, put it put it in that way, so then you don't feel like, well, I'd love to run a high recovery build, but it doesn't help my class ability. You know? Well, okay. Well, or maybe on Titans... This might solve the problem even easier than everything I just outlined. On Titans, just make it tied to strength, maybe. Because a high strength build on a Titan might be might be better than a high resilience build. I, I just feel like as long as you hit tier 9, it should like unlock and say, oh hey, this now, you hit tier 9 on recovery, this now impacts your, your wall, your wall generation or something. I don't know. I am literally just spitballing off the top of my head. That probably has faults and flaws to it, but I don't know. Um. Uh, four months from TJ Michael thank you Sneaky Rocky with the brand new Prime sub two months for Underdog 12 months from IZX3 thank you for an entire year of support that's a red badge Um. let's see here next question Wolverine do you believe our armor and weapons that we have collected from the Last Wish and Garden for rolls and such will be part of the brief immunity or will we have to farm for new pieces that are part of the new loot rule? You're asking a question that's been answered in the TWAB, so maybe you just haven't read it. They have said that the weapons and armor are not going to be... Uh, they're going to get like an extra season or something. They won't get capped. They're getting like a stay of execution. They will still have, uh, they will still have it. Uh, but it's, they're getting like a stay of execution. It's lasting longer. Javachius, thank you so much for three months of subs. Drop 206. How do you think Bungie is going to deal with cross-gen releases? Divide them between, I don't want to do this right now because it's way off topic. So we can discuss this after Q&A. This is like way out of left field and I don't want to spend a bunch of time on it. Um, uh, 
Um, Warlocks said, uh, Warlock 642 says, should year one planet armor be reintroduced with re-rolls or a completely new set of each in the fall expansion? Should year one planet armor be reintroduced with re-rolls or a completely new set for each? Well, I don't think you can do new sets for each. That's too much. Um, there are skybox changes apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, I think that's too much. But like, yeah, you could reintroduce them or do something with them. You know, do some kind of a quality pass. Um... Mm. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Sorry, the guy with the sound the sound dampening crew is like texting me. Not to stir the pot or exclude anyone, but which community heads would you feel the most confident in bringing creative criticism directly to Bungie in a community summit? I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like Slayer Rage does a great job. He does not pull punches. He can be very critical. I feel like Glad and Chevy do a very good job. I feel like any of those guys would cover the PvE bases. Uh, with respect to the Crucible, unfortunately, most of the people that are extremely critical, uh, most of the people that are extremely critical of PvP don't communicate in a way that Bungie likes. Um, I... (laughs) They don't communicate in a way that Bungie likes. They they tend to be more gruff. They tend to be more rough around the edges. Um, so I I would say that if you want like a crucible crowd that's going to give really really good feedback, yeah, you could go with like Cami. You could go with uh, Drewski. You could go with Astacross. But the problem is, is when I think of the guys that I like, like, I like Lumi. I think Lumi, I think Lil Sonic, I think all the G1 guys have great input. I don't feel like Bungie's big fans of them. Uh, same with Wish You Luck. They're just, they've been too gruff, they've been too critical, maybe they've overstepped and said things that were, you know, maybe they crossed some lines or whatever. Um, but I tend to think they shoot the straightest. I'm not saying that the other people don't shoot the straightest. It's just in my experience, the people that I've rubbed shoulders with, the G1 boys and Wish, I feel like they shoot really, really straight. I feel like they're right on the money a lot of the times. They've been around for a really, really long time. And the G1 boys just don't seem to be that Bungie doesn't seem to want to interact with them or pay any attention to them. Um, You know, T- True Vanguard did his tournament and then G1 did their tournament and whose tournament got attention? Whose tournament got people talking about it? You got a guy from the NFL who started an org and did a tourney in your game and you don't you you don't say a single word about it. Somebody somewhere just done like that group and I think it's unfortunate. Right? I I think it's unfortunate because I think they shoot I think they really really give have a lot of great input. So in general, if you take a bunch of people from the Crucible side of the game and a bunch of people from the PvE side of the game, I think you're going to get good feedback. It's not like if you send Drewski and Cami instead of the G1 boys, it's not like if you do that, you're going to get bad feedback. You're still going to get good feedback. I, I don't think there's some, like, perfect list of people to go to Bungie and provide feedback. I, I don't, You know what I mean? I... I think plenty of these people are well-educated, can argue well, can formulate their opinion well, and have played the game a lot. So I don't think you can really pick the wrong people. There's not like a list of people that are wrong. Like, nope, they're going to do a bad job, you know? A thousand bits uh, from Normie. Time to try and sleep again. Thank you so much, Normie. I appreciate that, dude. 
JCP, what are your thoughts on exotic engrams becoming retracted as well, but only for exotic gear? Oh, you mean redacted, like so we can target stuff? Oh, I would like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would really, really like this. Um, I am the real boot. What should Bungie do about previous year sub 60 stat rolls? Getting exotics in open world don't feel rewarding to wear in in-game content regardless of intrinsic perks. Yeah, exotic world drops are su- are rare enough and the likelihood of you getting the one you want, they should have better stat rolls. I agree with this. I get the idea of being like, no, the best stat rolls come from Nightfall, but it's like, dude, do you have the do you have any idea how hard it is to get the, the exotic that you want out in the open world and when you do if you finally do it's gonna have like a 58 or a 59 or something almighty where can you see it where can you see the almighty if people are saying there are skybox changes oh tassie's in chat paul where am i supposed to go i'm not check my twitter paul's not yeah he's not he's not uh he's not tower in the sun all right let's go to the tower the, the eye candy of the Rageous Roundtables in chat right now. He's not spoken much in uh, in chat whenever I'm streaming, so this must be very big. It's big news. He's been <laughs> he's been predicting skybox changes. Uh, well, not predicting. I think he was right to predict it. He's been hoping that it happens pretty much every week. I think everybody was in agreement that they were going to do something in the skybox. Poor Paul checked every reset and nothing happened. So here we go. We finally have something. The Almighty is actually in the sun. Um, We're going to go take a look right now, okay? And Dylan has confirmed it, okay? So we have to look at the sun. Where where is it? Where is the sun? We're not supposed to stare at the sun. So... Wait, I don't have a sun in my skybox. The sun's like set. The sun is set for me. Oh, wrong time of day. Check Twitter. What? How'd you, did you get a picture from somebody else where it's not, where the sun is up? The sun should be set. It's two in the afternoon. Stop right here. I'll bring back the sun. Oh, what is this? I feel like I'm in the Truman Show. It's pretty random when you load in. Oh, like, just keep reloading until the sun is in my skybox, is what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> Talk about sunsetting, am I right? <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Well, I tell you what we'll do, chat. We will, uh... <laughs> We'll keep reinstancing and we'll look for the sun. We'll look for the sun. Next question. Titan should get a temporary strength proc, a percentage chance to hit the proc, an extra 25% strength for seconds. This isn't a question, Normie. What the frick? Uh, Wendy, do you think Xur should be used to reroll weapons? No. Rerolling weapons is awful. You want to reroll exotics? Bleh. I still think you should imp- just empower me to chase the exotic that I want. If I could run Nightfalls right now with the Helm of Saint-14 boon, so when exotic drops, they have a, a higher likelihood of being Saint-14 helmet, that's great. I get excited when it drops, I look for the stat rolling that I'm wanting, and now I'm in a loot pursuit. Don't. I, I don't think rerolling is needed anymore. I just think it's an archaic solution to pain points that there are better solutions for. 
Motorhead. Do you think that they'll be releasing armor like they did with Gambit Prime to other activities? Do you think they'll be releasing armor like they did with Gambit Prime other activities? I don't know. We've been talking a lot about set bonuses today. I don't want to I don't want to spend any more time on it. Uh oh, oh, wait. It's really bright here. I still think the sun is set. I I, I can't chat. This is really unfortunate. You know, it's really unfortunate. <laughs> I'm farming the tower for us an instance where the sun isn't set. How how ironic for one of the people that's pro sunsetting to not want a tower with the sunset. Like this is uh this is incredible. Uh do you think armor stat total should be higher? No, I think it's fine. They trend higher in the right places. 65, 66 like that. What did I get? I got a 68 or uh what did I get recently that was really, really high? I think I got a 68 Ashen, maybe. No, it was this one. Yeah, Crest of Alice of Loopy is a 68. I mean, come on. That's that's fine. Uh, it's really small, directly into the sun. I don't have a sun in my skybox. Domo. Sorry, but I was not here for most of this. Is the armor also getting sunset? We are getting new Pinnacle-esque armor. Yeah, it's, it's 12 months of infusibility and 12 months of a season slot. Uh, Ashen. Do you feel Bungie could still sell exotic ornaments if they sunset exotic weapons and armor? No, if they start if they start sunsetting exotic armor and exotic weapons, they can't sell the ornaments. I think that's why they stopped. They're not going to sell legendary ones anymore. Look to the left more. Homie, there's no sun in my skybox. There's a moon. I mean, that's literally the moon over there to the left. Look up to the left. What do you mean? Look at the source of light. The sun is coming from the horizon. The light. What, what have you ever seen us? I know we're gamers, but have you ever seen a sunset before? <laughs> this is a sunset instance. There is no sun. <laughs> you don't go outside enough to know the difference between a sunset and not. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Maybe a topic already discussed. Thoughts on recalibration similar to Division 2? I don't think we have loot depth or loot diversity enough for recalibration or re-rolling. It's just there's not enough stuff. Do you think that they will go away with the Reckoning or one of the Gambit modes at some point? Yeah, we're going to get one Gambit mode eventually, just one. They're going to have to like bring it down to one mode. They said they're going to do that eventually anyway. What changes would you make to investment systems like Shards, Cords to rank up armor with new sunsetting? Way too broad. I don't have any opinion on that right now. Do you think too many activities like Menagerie and Sundial could become too much of a good thing scenario similar to Ada Bounties? This is precisely why I said my position about wanting to see more Ada Bounties and gun frames. I've I've now changed to pro uh, Weapon Boon. That's the team that I'm on now. I'm on team Weapon Boon. I would prefer Weapon Boons. I think that would be a better system. Okay, so the sun has the moon the moon has worked a little bit. Apparently it works on the EDZ as well. Well, that's the final question. If you want to stick around, don't go anywhere. If you haven't clicked follow yet, please click follow. That does support my stream, and that's a free way to make sure that you're supporting the stream and not missing out when you're here for the conversations. It's family friendly, it's interactive, it's kind of like a podcast. You can keep me on in the background throughout the day. Uh, we're gonna try and see if we can't find the sun, uh, which is just just drenched in irony for me. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe.